everyone you are listening to drama darbar we are your hosts ramya and bandra girl discussing everything about k dramas and c dramas we will talk about where to start in drama land recommend new shows discuss what we are watching and much more we love discovering themes and finding connections across cultures whether you're just starting out or a seasoned drama fan we'll have something for you welcome to episode 1 of drama darbar today we thought we'll talk about our journey into drama land and beyond before we dive in we should introduce ourselves a little bit hey b do you want to take us through your journey of dramas and how you started sure so i went to design school and i was i was exposed to a lot of cinema uh, so i watch a lot of art films and things like that but over the years i've realized that i needed content that was fluffy light predictable happy ending <laughs> i just didn't have the mental bandwidth to go through emotional turmoil anymore and dramas were the perfect fit for me uh so yeah i was extremely stressed at work about 2013 or 2014 and my manager at that time was from singapore she was watching my love from another star which is an amazing korean drama and she recommended that we watch it together uh that's when my obsession with drama started i fell in love with the characters the predictability of the ending the novel storytelling uh you know we would watch the shows together and then she gave me a long list of dramas to watch and i was hooked how many have you watched i'm just curious like you know what is your count what is your style and what kind of genres do you prefer so i've seen hundreds of shows now uh probably in the 300 or so range uh and then uh, i have developed a very specific set of things that i know i like to see in a drama so i only watch shows that are fully completed because i hate waiting every week for a new episode to drop uh i only watch shows that have happy endings i just cannot uh you know deal with sadness and then i also uh have very um like i don't like to watch shows which have mean or rude guys i only like to see shows that have nice men who treat their women nicely uh so that's kind of uh my preference and then from a genre standpoint i'm okay with any genre as long as it fits these criteria for me and what are your some of your favorite shows over over the past few years that you've actually seen yeah so uh, i'll talk quickly about a few korean dramas and a couple of chinese dramas just to uh, you know mix it up so uh, my uh, one of my favorite korean dramas is weightlifting fairy kim bok chu it's about a weightlifting uh, weightlifter and her journey as she becomes one of korea's most celebrated weightlifters uh then chicago typewriter is another great show it's uh it's a fantasy show that kind of has time travel and uh the characters uh you know meet again in the future and it's just beautifully put together it has lovely music uh the production quality of the show is very very nice and then uh and then i'll talk about one more korean drama which is kind of a who done it murder thriller called stranger so i highly recommend folks watch this i i think chicago typewriter and stranger is available on netflix um and then weightlifting fairy is probably available elsewhere and then for chinese dramas a few of my favorites are um a 2020 show actually called love is sweet it's a it's set in the investment banking world and is a very typical office um romantic comedy and then um a love so beautiful is one of those shows which 
takes you all the way from middle school to when the characters become, uh, you know, a group of friends become uh, adults. And this actually, Chinese dramas do a great job of this, where they take you all the way from school to adulthood. And they, there are many, many of them and that genre, they really perfect the genre. And then lastly, I'll talk about uh, Three Worlds and Three uh, Lives, the pillow book. This is uh, one of the best 2020 dramas uh, in, and the production quality. It's a fantasy drama that uh, is built in this ancient world and they kind of travel and they do all sorts of uh, interesting things along the way and uh, I, I you know I highly recommend this drama especially if you want to try uh, Chinese fantasy so that's um, about my shows Ramya what about you what's your story and how did you start watching dramas um, I think I went to I mean back in the day I went to architecture school and people were trading CDs for um, you know prison break and OC and One Tree Hill and mostly Hollywood stuff um, when I moved here uh, to the US, I studied in Texas A&M and I went, I used to work at the library and uh, there was this entertainment section about my library, which had a lot of multicultural uh, CDs and stuff that you could borrow. And I was always a fan of multilingual content. Um, mostly in India, I used to watch any kind of language movies. And I heard about K-dramas from this Twitter friend, Kavya, and she actually was raving about South Korea. And back in the day, she had actually seen Boys Over Flowers. And that's how I got introduced. And I reached out to you and you kind of, I think, recommended a long list. And I went down the rabbit hole. Um, I think now I'm a bigger K-drama geek than you because you kind of shifted to, I don't know, but I've seen a lot more K-dramas and you've gone to the C-drama world, which I cannot do. I really like the language and uh, I just continue to watch K-dramas. I think I also have a little more time. I'm a little well-loved compared to you. So that's how I just shifted. Uh, and I'm glad actually, because it's kind of really, you know, it puts you on a high and it's, it, it takes away a lot of stress and it's, it's one of the best distractions out there without feeling sad. <laughs> what was the first drama that you watched? Um, I actually started watching seriously back in March when COVID hit and things were a little slow. So obviously like every other person who started K-drama, my first one was Crash Landing on You. And I binge watched it over a weekend and my husband also watched it but I further went down the rabbit hole because I stayed up all night and I finished the show whereas he just ended up sleeping <laughs> um I think that was one and I really liked it I liked the aesthetics I liked I liked the thing that they were not over the top and I really liked the lead pair also so it gave me a lot there was just a lot to hold on to so What about, uh, what, what is your style? Like, what do you prefer in terms of genre? I think I watch anything and everything. I am not as, I don't have a set of rules and stuff. I, I just consume all sort of contents, except for zombies. I think that's not, so I've not watched Kingdom, which a lot of folks like. Um, other than that, I can do fantasy, I can do ghosts, I can do sci-fi, I can do murder mysteries, I can also do sad stuff. Actually, I like crying <laughs> when watching shows, to be honest. <laughs> and I've seen over like 120 Korean dramas. Uh, I've seen about three or four. Uh, in that count, I also have about three or four Chinese dramas that I've seen that you've recommended. But 
mostly like i do like a good good sob and cry and i feel sad and i'm okay with it <laughs> for the for, for the lead whoever the protagonist is or whoever whatever is happening it doesn't have to be the protagonist so you know uh, so that's pretty much it and i think i can consume content any time like i'll be like whether i'm like cooking walking i'll be like watching something it's it's my podcast style like you know people have podcast music i'm totally not into music so all i do is just watch stuff and what about uh, what are some of your favorite shows um some of my favorite shows i think i like healer back in the day i really like park min young and her mushroom <laughs> style the first few episodes of healer and that was something i think you recommended to me i really like dear my friends which was my own discovery on netflix like i was like hey what is this and i end up watching trailers and i get into it and this had this one guy i had seen the show called was it love and there was this one guy in that and he was the guy in dear my friends it's a side track he's not the main guy it's a show about all of these grandmothers and you know like really um, old age folks and it's a slice of life kind of a show but it's so heartwarming and i you know looking at it i almost feel like i want to have those kind of friends when i'm older <laughs> and they have like they have each other they support each other and you know all of this kind of thing and that's really good and it also has a lot of sad moments um but overall it's a happy show it ends on a happy note uh, signal is amazing i think i really like the it's obviously like you know it's 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 a murder discovery but set in two different time period so the way they communicate through what do they do the walkie talkie kind yeah i was like what is that word um and i really enjoyed it i was fully immersed into it so that is something i liked and i like that i like the young polish guy and the main female in that recently i think the ones that came out and i don't mind watching week to week and waiting week to week i really liked record of youth it was a very good slow um very heartwarming show about music and you know the music industry or the modeling or whatever industry basically coming up entertainment industry and i really like mr queen that's ongoing still the final the finale is today so i've not caught it but it's 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 amazing it's it's set in the in the olden period but there's this anyway i'm not going to give out a lot that that requires a new thing so i'm going to wait for you to watch it because i think i'm sure you'll you'll come to it uh that's pretty much it and i don't know i mean that that's how we started and i feel we are here now recording a podcast it just feels a little surreal but that's what it is so I think we should move on uh so, to the next segment you have something yeah so if if someone is planning to uh explore this world where should they start um netflix I think most of them do have so it's a very easy thing there are a bunch of shows uh, I just saw a time article yesterday two days ago where it said from 2015 to 2020 the people who consuming korean content especially in the us in netflix has become fivefold or more than that I don't know I don't know the statistics exactly but it it was a lot and netflix decided to actually invest 700 million dollars so that's a lot of money um that they're doing and the second platform that i totally signed up last april because after one month of march in netflix i was like no i need something else was wiki i got like the annual membership and i'm like okay this is where i watch all my shows uh drama cool if you don't mind the ads i have ad i just install ad block plus it's amazing because you can also watch shows in 
uh, like a 1.5 and 2x. So those are the three platforms that I use. I think, um, do you have anything else that you have been using for different like Chinese uh, dramas and other dramas? Yeah, so apart from Netflix and Wiki, which are really good for like multilingual platforms, so you can watch anything from, uh, you know, Korean, Japanese, Chinese, uh, Taiwanese. So they do a good job of collections, same as Wiki. Um, there's a there's a Chinese specific platform called iQiyi. That is i q i y i. It's very good for Chinese content. So they have a wide variety of Chinese content. It's really good. Another one is Mango TV. Uh, that's also a Chinese uh, specific content. So it makes sense to invest in these only if you're very into Chinese dramas. But I would recommend that you start with Netflix. It has a pretty good collection. Then if you're interested, go to Viki. It's just five bucks a month and uh, you get a ton of content. And then after that, if you want to get into more content, I recommend Aichi and Mango. Do you want to talk, talk a little bit about how the development of these shows happen? Because I know uh, I, I really want to explain to everybody the idea of like webtoons and how things start. And I think you know a little more about it. So do you want to just give us a spiel? Sure. So actually, the uh, interesting thing is uh, <laughs> coming from a design school background, uh, I have always been fascinated by art and animation. So I actually did a little bit of a stint as an animator. So I um, so I started following the history of how K-dramas uh, came to be. And it's, it's a very interesting history. So originally, a lot of these stories actually start as manga. So they're like Japanese manga comics. And uh, there's a huge subculture in Japan where they have uh, and follow manga. And there are different genre of manga. And then this particular genre is uh, called shujo, and shujo targets uh, teenage girls, and uh, it's it's all the same kind of stories. And then these are then now have become popular in a new format called webtoons. So Naver is a Korean company which is similar to a Google, which has a whole. Uh, there's an app that's available, and I highly recommend folks who are interested to download it. So webtoons is a great place to. Uh, you know, find these stories. Again, they have different genre in webtoons. And then after that, they become anime. Then after they become anime, the really good popular animes are made into dramas. So originally they become Japan Japanese dramas. Then after that, they become converted to Korean. Then if they do well in Korean, they become Chinese. So this is how the original transition used to be. And back in the day, there never used to be so much production money, like until Netflix and Aichi and all these people started pumping billions of dollars into the industry. It actually used to be the governments who used to actually fund these um, shows and uh, they didn't have a lot of high production value. So if you watch pre twenty ten shows, that you 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 know they look like DD shows. Yeah, they no, won't I... have that level of production value. They won't have that uh, you know cool factor. But post twenty ten, uh, when Boys Over Flowers became popular, it really you know really the Hallyu wave started. But once the Hallyu wave started, a lot of money went in there and they started uh, investing a lot more money. So now they kind of have crossovers all the way from, you know, Chinese shows are made into uh, Korean. A great example is A Love So Beautiful. Korean shows are made into Chinese. A lot of, uh, you know, examples there. And then they all kind of 
work amongst each other. But I, you know, if you're really interested, a great place to start is Webtoons. And there are a few examples of Webtoons that are ongoing that also have shows. So True Beauty is a great example. Yeah, I started reading it after you told me last week and I went and read it this, this whole week. I was like, because I watched True, True Beauty during the week and I'm like, okay, I'm going to go back and see where they are. And yeah, the final thing hasn't come out. Even that's at the end of its life. So it's kind of, you know, I've been watching it. So I'm going to wait for you to watch it to talk about it. But, <laughs> but yeah, so I highly recommend the webtoons. Orange Marmalade is another really good one. It's a popular webtoon that's made into a show. So yeah, so it's it's um, it's a fun world. Once you jump in, you there's a lot of things to watch and read. Cool. So moving on, I think both of us amongst us, we should kind of do like a top three, what are the some must watch drama. So I will do Korean and you can do Chinese. And you know, I think this will, this will kind of be like a recurring thread amongst most of our episodes that we plan to release where we are like, okay, what, what are the top three things that you're supposed to see? Um, if you're, since we're starting this out and if you guys, we're assuming you guys haven't watched a lot of Korean drama, the top three that must watch according to me, I'm sure everybody has their own stuff. I really like Healer. Um, it's It has everything. It has action, drama, mu- romance, music. And you know, it's one of my favorites. Um, I really like the lead pair also. So it's enough to swoon over them. And there's a plenty of swoon content. If you guys don't follow swoon on uh, YouTube, they're like ultimate, ultimate, you know, snippets of all the shows they have. Um, I think Stranger is a really good one. It, it talks a lot about Korean politics and gives you a good um, idea. Um, if I, if I want to go through the romance stuff, there are plenty, you know, like honorary mentions to a bunch of them. The old ones like Descendant of the Sun, that's something I've rewatched also and I really like that. Uh, I'm not going to talk about Cloy because every single person I know has seen it. So that's out there. Um, I think that's pretty, that's pretty much it. I don't, I, I know I can go on and on because there are definitely more than three, but I do want to stop <laughs> and, you know, just say, okay, just watch Descendant of the Sun and Stranger and watch Healer. They're three different genres. So everybody will have something. Awesome. So uh, let's talk about C-dramas. So I would say my top three C dramas are, uh, I would start with uh, Put Your Head on My Shoulder. It's a very cute uh, show about uh, these two leads who are just graduating from college and they're starting out their adult working lives. Uh, There's absolutely no angst. It's light, it's fluffy, it's adorable. Highly, highly recommended. If you're just looking for something for a little bit of time pass and a little bit of... um, you know, uh, happy, cute moments. Uh, this is the perfect show. Uh, and then another great show that I recommend is uh, Love So Beautiful. So this is a show that again is very cute, sweet. It starts off uh, in their middle school. It follows a group of four friends. So it starts off not just with romance, but also a lot of the interactions between the friends. So you learn a lot about them as they get older. Um, so there's uh, the each episode reminds you of your childhood. So it's very cute. So I highly recommend that. Um, and then the last show is uh, Three Lives, uh, Three Worlds, The Pillow Book. So this is again, a fantasy show. It's much longer. It's about 50 plus episodes, 
but it's absolutely adorable because you have these characters the production value is so high they have um they they follow these uh characters from a previous uh, book but this one is much better and they kind of take you through th there's a little bit of everything there's drama there's uh, uh martial arts there's uh time travel there's different worlds uh from the mortal world to the immortal world so uh it's it's uh, beautiful and once you get hooked into the fantasy world the chinese drama world has a lot to offer so those are my top 3 great um to sign off actually we just want to thank everybody for giving your time and listening and we do want to mention nagari who produced the music for this show you can tweet to us at bandra girl and at ramya prakash oh sorry it's bandra underscore underscore girl drama will drama darbar will be back soon with another episode where we discuss asian drama world with our fellow drama lovers so do subscribe provide feedback let us know what kind of shows do you want us to talk about and if you want to be a guest on our show all right k drama fighting